Warning, this podcast contains explicit language, themes of a sexual nature, and spoilers about something you've probably not seen yet. You've been warned. When you um, cook sausages, do you prick them? Uh, it depends. If they're really good quality sausages, no. Because yeah. my mum said the other day, you don't need to prick sausages anymore. Not, not really good quality. If you buy good quality ones, you don't need to prick them. Yeah. So when does that change? I don't think it's ever changed. It's just the... Uh... Well, no, because back in, like, yeah, mum said like, you oh, always yeah, used to have to sausage, prick your sausage. Because you I was cooking sausages the other day, so you don't need to. I still prick them. Don't. If, if you bought they're really good, good quality ones, ones don't, you don't have to touch them. I cooked some hex sausages on the barbecue, and they were brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah, didn't prick them. They should, um, no, they should have been a memo or something that went out just to... Or a watchdog, kind of. <laughs> a watchdog. Oh, you can okay. take on one show, Jess. Like, I, and I, attention, you don't I, need I to prick sausages. Party political broadcast. There was, yes. a, there attention was a public nation. service announcement, I think about 15 years ago, that you and I were probably drunk. Nah, that, that, that could explain it. But I still prick them, just in case they, they split. Yeah, but on decent ones you shouldn't. Like, if you got them from the butcher or something, it ruins them. Mm. Because it ruins them? You, well, no, well, if you've got like, particular flavour, like, they've got flavoured ones and, I don't know, well, I get, I get chicken and, and whatever. All the basically the flavour in the juices and extra bits that have gone there is going to run out with because it. Because there's very little fat in chicken sausages. Yeah. So you prick them for the fat. I walked into a condom conversation. Because they can explode, can't they? Yeah. You get real cheap sausages. They're full of so much fat that you cook them and they can pop. Yeah. Chicken sausages will not need pricking at all. Sometimes I just untwizzle them at the end. And also, is it because of the cheap sausages? The don't whatever. Do just leave them. Whatever skin well, you not, use. You know when they're they're wrapped up, you just do them and then snip them he's talking about circumcision there no like pricking like do you cook sausages do I cock sausages (laughs) hang on have you ever been pegged (laughs) have we started that already (laughs) oh my god but do you cook sausages Yes. I don't assume you eat them raw. I like to live dangerously. I buy pepperamis. Um, as as a them? student, I used to live on Tesco's Value Sausages, which I'm not sure was a great idea at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, those you them. prick. They haven't got much sausage in them. Which no. just drain all the fat and the crap well, out. Got... But if you do want a lean mean grilling machine, you don't need to do that. So I, I cook so much food these days. On my I feed them George to the Ford proper room. meat on the barbecue <laughs> yeah, to yeah. fatten them up more. Fish, they I get a really good steak and I feed it but Tesco Valley sausages. And then all the fat just seeps out of it. It is. It's my mum said you don't need to prick them anymore. And I wasn't aware of the changeover of no longer needing to prick your sausage. What a remarkable start to the pod we've made here. So we're going slap bang into a What a remarkable start at the team meeting today. There, um, there was a, a new girl that started, and uh, the boss has asked if I could uh, prick, her prick her sausage. <laughs> if, if I could take her under my wing and take try her under your wing. train her up, and I was like, "Well, brilliant! There's a sexual harassment case waiting to happen." <laughs> um, but he said, so "Just," and he said, "Well, just talk us through your average day." And I said, "What well, I, I do up on and site?" I, have a and then I, said, <laughs> I take my sausage. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what, what I do when I get home is like I just prep my reports and stuff. And I was, like, have another I was going to say, like, I get home, I kick my shoes off. I didn't say shoes, I don't know why. I said pants. <laughs> <laughs> I kick my pants off. I don't even, you can't even kick your pants off. <laughs> but the room just went silent for about five seconds, which felt like an hour. And then it, luckily everyone burst out laughing, but now I just won't live that down that I'm a person that goes home and kicks his pants off. To do his work. You are a walking Greek tragedy. <laughs> if there hadn't been a girl there, I would have said it. Relationships. 
there was a girl there and she was young and quite attractive and I was just thinking don't say something stupid don't say something stupid pants I kicked my pants off I kicked my pants off I'm surprised you just sit there and go breasts hurt young I mean collating data so hello my name's Mark so um you had those breasts long then? <laughs> Pants party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to admit there's a party in, my, in your pants and I'm invited? Yes. Keep is this my, episode... Keep my pants six, off. This is number six. six. Friday Night Beer Club Podcast. Hey boys and girls, welcome to episode 6 of the Friday Night Beer Club. We don't have Simbo with us today, so we've uh, trawled all the back alleys of town and found a replacement for him. We are joined by our first special guest for the podcast, it's Pete. Hello Pete. Hi Pete. Hey! Hello, people listening that have no idea who I am. And as always, I'm joined by the other guys. Wands, Ginger, a bit lanky, or taller than you expect... And very Essexy. Apparently. It's Chris. Alright. That was Essex. <laughs> <laughs> but not Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Word. To your mother. And also we're joined by something that breathes in the valuable oxygen that we all want to use. It's Ben. Hi. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, the first sea bomb. I don't know why, but pants just always seems to be a part because it's not the first time I've done that. What kicked off your pants? No, but do you remember the first time you were going to be your first serious girlfriend? You actually went up to her and then explained to her about your small penis. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm not even making this up as a joke. This is what happened when we were at college. Look, look, you're about to see something. (laughs) (laughs) I need to explain this first. He liked this girl, and he walked. All the way over to say to go, there's something I have to tell you. And he turned around and went, I have a small wiener. And then for some reason, he managed to keep a relationship with this girl for well over a year. Maybe he set her expectations low. And it's, really, oh, it's not that <laughs> small. So she discovered that. that it's actually all right. Well, that's escalated quickly. Yeah, 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 it did, yes. Yeah. Somehow my small penis came... My regular-sized <laughs> penis came into it. I do not need to add this onto the boob wanking. Sure, you're happy with regular size. You don't want to change well, that word. Tra- you know, I don't want to show off. Because I can't. But. <laughs> because I literally can't. It's like a fucking tic tac in a hairy forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's the polar opposite to Simo's D on Dublin. It's the only I am the opposing force. Actually inverted. He, I, he, I am the year. You have to press his belly button just to get a little yeah, bit yeah, of pop yeah, out. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> There's actually there's a key system for it to you know, right. Anyway, um, anyway last, last enough of the intro. So over the previous five episodes, you've got to know us guys a little bit. So it's only fair that we get to know Pete a little bit. So uh, just a few questions for him. To Pete, yes. If you had to name your favourite movie of all time, what would it be? It would either be. I don't know this one changes whatever week you ask me, but I reckon. I've managed to narrow it down to two. It's either going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark or Die Hard. Pick Probably one. going Pick to one. Pick Die one Hard. Eyes. Die Hard, I suppose. Okay. Do you know what? I, I, 
Die it's Hard. just a film you could put on any time, and I don't think it matters what mood I'm in. There's certain films I love, but I have to be in the right mood to watch them. Whereas if someone just goes Die Hard, I'm like, yeah. I can't pick any holes in that. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say something that we might be able to rip to bits, but no, Die Hard, I, Die Hard's I, in my I could give the pithy. I was hoping for Care Bears or yeah, something, just, you know. Just <laughs> Maleficent. Oh, don't start. I have to watch Care Bears no. movie Care all Bears the time. Care Bears is not a movie. It's my way of life. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you have to differentiate. Uh, Can you read songs from Care Bears movie? I have them drawn to my head now. I want to be a Care Bear. Yeah. No, from that, and in that I remember Rainbow Bear, but that's about it. Care a lot. But no, yeah, no. uh, Die Hard goes in my top three, along with Back to the Future and Superman 1978. Um, cool, good answer. Uh, your favourite TV show of all time? Uh, at the moment, again, so difficult to pick between two, probably either Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, but I think I'm actually, and this might be controversial given current company, I would probably say Game of Thrones. Of because, all time? Yeah, I it, think so. And the reason I say is because it's the only media that I have watched compared to a book that I've read that I actually prefer the TV show. I'm not that fussed about the books anymore. I'm genuinely okay. not. I, yeah. I don't I don't mind if he doesn't finish them. I think it took the best of a source material, kind of gave you the greatest hits, put it up on the well, screen. Well, from what I understand, I don't watch the show, neither does Chris, but from what I understand, he has already given them the end game yeah, yeah, to go yeah, progressive. Yeah. So that's cool. And yeah. the decisions that have been made on the show and as a show, having read the source material, they've taken loads of little pithy little characters you don't worry about, they strip it down, give it to one character and then build them up. Mm. And all those sort of decisions that have been made with it, for me, makes it... Okay, cool. The best series I've seen, I think. So far? Consistently two, good, yeah. Two for two so far? Favourite song of all time? For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Or I Creeping can't argue Death. with that. Oh, I, I would, Probably I, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, I, I'd, I'd edge Creeping Death. Now, we've, we've oh, yeah, kind no, of no, no, ostracised no, Chris and Ben from this. But... God, Metallica Wankfest coming on. Oh, <laughs> that's later. Here we go. Strap um, yourselves in. And one last, although you're not a big partaker in this area, uh, favourite video game of all time? No, that's okay. Um, no, I... I just don't, I don't stick through with video games long enough. Hmm. Uh, I have a PlayStation Three. I don't have a PlayStation Four. Um, I do enjoy video games. There's certain video games that I like. I don't know if I can pick one. I really enjoy the Uncharted series. Good and again, as a cinema movie fan, um, I love those games. And when we were talking earlier, it's kind of now Uncharted Four's out. I'm like, yeah, I kind of need a PlayStation Four. You, you really need to I get invested in it. There's other games that are good and are interesting, like the Batman games and stuff like that. I like those, but I don't feel the stories are strong as stuff I've watched. But I think so. so is it definitely the more recent stuff for you rather than the retro kind of Mario? Tetris, I find that a lot of those old ones, it's a lot like a lot of old TV series, maybe not so much old films. Actually, if you go back and revisit them. Okay. They're not as good as you cool. think they were. Well, that's given us an idea. So, you, you, to be honest, all those answers, you're pretty much on board with all of us lot. Um, does anyone else have any questions? Yeah, Pete, could you please tell us about Beth's birthday cake? Okay, <laughs> who did that come from? I just asked the question. Oh, that came from you, didn't it? You're a piece <laughs> I don't know what you're, of, you're a piece of crap. <laughs> um, apparently, it was um, very tasty. Um <laughs> Next question. That was not a what? euphemism. <laughs> Why was it very tasty? 
Oh no, you think there's some sleazy sex story? Yeah, no, I don't, no, no, I don't no, know no, what's no, going just, on now. No, 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 Show me is a birthday it? cake. Tell Let me us. blow out the candles. This is why he's not. not. He's so shocked. Do you <laughs> this, want a size of birthday cake? No, this, I'm all right. <laughs> this is why he's not allowed at various restaurants across Goldchester anymore. That restraining order is just Happy blanket. birthday to... Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! My balls in lubed up. Frankie and Benny. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Oh, so, you meant actual cake. Oh, okay. Come, he says, here comes a birthday cake. What? Stood up with his cock out. He did three tears on it. What? <laughs> Candle wrapped round it. Make a wish. So, it might have already come true. <laughs> no. Anyway, no, I think it was because we were watching the epic fails earlier. And uh, I reminded Mark of uh, a fairly embarrassing incident. When I we had it in mind teenagers. before that. And oh, you did? I ignored you. Wonderful. Um... Yeah, we uh, we used to uh, do Duke of Edinburgh sort D of, of uh, leading D of E stuff. Yeah, and um, we, there was someone, and you probably know from school, Chris Beth. Yeah, yeah. We won't name names. No, we didn't we'll beat that. We'll beep, beep, we'll, we'll beep out the W. Okay, let's call her Death Bilson. Bilson. So Death Bilson <laughs> had a birthday, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all got invited along, and I decided to have a few beverages, shall we say, to yes. help commemorate the situation. And um, in my somewhat inebriated state, dear old Mark or Martin, I can't remember uh, which, we, both of us basically turned around and convinced me that what was a really good idea is that the birthday girl had a thing for me. Okay. So I should probably make my move. <laughs> so. At the birthday party, with friends, family, children, and everyone else around, I thought the best time to make this move was when they were actually doing the lighting of the birthday cake and singing back, happy birthday. So rather than waiting for a quiet, subtle moment, oh no, Pete's thinking, spotlight's there. This is the best time to do this. I didn't even have a thing for this girl at the time, but I just thought it was a good idea. God love drunken logic so I bowl over to the front while she at that time they're starting to light the birthday cake get everything ready and like you know the parents are there everyone's taking photos I let you walk in front of the girl and turn around and go ha bath <laughs> and then only fools and horses style anyone listening in any other country you're going to have to look this up but you will find it and it's hilarious stiff as a board I literally Face plant straight down in front of her, missing the table with the birthday cake on it by a matter of centimetres, and just face plant straight in the floor. And Making then, a complete fool of myself. It doesn't stop there, because okay. then what I then decide to do is then I wake up and then go, oh, okay, this is not too clever. So I then decide to go out into the garden benches at the back, take my DM boots off, sit them on top of the table, and then just gibber rubbish. Didn't you throw up on the picnic bench as well? No, I did not throw up on the I picnic bench. No, oh, no, no, I didn't. But, but I decided to take my boots off. Just properly, just, it, I'll lie back. It, it, it really <laughs> was nice and smooth, nice and smooth. No, I mean, it's straight down. See, oh. that's ended up being not as bad as what I thought you was about to say. Yeah, that's what said, I had to tell As she was getting ready to yeah. blow out her candles, I whipped my cock out and went, blow on this, love. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no, that, that was the following year. Um, those, those stories come from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've got some Mark stories. No, so that's just really, do, those, like, do those stories end with laughter? Is, you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got plenty saying, well, of Mark stories. With the Mark stories, you would just go, so remind me about this time that you... And then he'll, he'll openly elaborate it. Sorry, no, no, when no, they say Mark, one, they mean no, why? One of the best ones, and this is not, this is not a bad... Filthy detail stories. One of the best ones is, and I can't remember whose party it was, and this was like we were teenagers. Is Mark at the time was going out with? In fact, it was the same girl that he turned out talking about his tiny <laughs> penis. We were at this party, friends' party. You <laughs> can't remember who it was. <laughs> and <laughs> Dick. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. So, uh, so there was there was this other girl there who'd been flirting with Mark, and he he'd um, he'd been uh, seeing this other girl. So. We're all in the kitchen and was going, oh, they're going to hit it off and da da da. And I was like, no, 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 no. Mark's not like that. I know Mark. He's my best mate. He ain't going to start fucking around with this girl. And absolutely nothing's going to happen. <laughs> and of course, we've had a few drinks and we're sort of, you know, like um, teenagers and we're not that good at holding our alcohol. So anyway, everyone's going, no, 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 this ain't going on. I said, look, I'm going to prove to all you motherfuckers exactly what's going on here. And I will show you positively, absolutely, that there is absolutely nothing going on. My hand is now on the handle of the door. I now open the door wide open with 15 to 20 people behind me into the dining room, living room of whoever person house it was. And Mark is laid on the floor with said Doris that they were speculating about. And all I see is the pair of them look up at me with like a sheet over the top of them. And I just close the door, turn around and go, would anybody like a drink? (laughs) It didn't stop there though that night. Because... You then convinced me that I needed to end... This was all of you convinced oh, me. I needed to yeah. end it with Emma. This gets good. It's like, back in the day, you didn't have mobile phones, so it's like, get the landline. I phoned her up at whatever fucking time it was in the morning. Back to got her, got her two o'clock in the morning. Phoned her up, and it's like, yeah, the same guy got to tell you. And then all of a sudden, everyone starts chanting, Ditch the bitch! Ditch the bitch! Ditch the bitch! Ditch the bitch! No! Like 20 of us no. all hanging him on, screaming, Ditch the bitch, in the background. That's why you're single and cry once. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, it, our relationship didn't end there. Oh, no, it gets even better. Because then she um, started hanging around with a guy in college called Jeremy. 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 That yeah, fucking, Jeremy should have spoken yeah, in class fu- today, He was like the Harry Styles of the 90s. Yeah. Little cunt. And we they, were, were, they were fucking behind my back. And everyone knew about it apart from me, kind of thing. And when I finally found out about it, we found out where they were. They were just down. They were, they'd gone to the Hippodrome for a student night. So it's like, right, we got jeered up. Like, fucking, we're going to go down there. We're going to fucking sort him out. We're fucking going to do that. Fucking, we're standing outside the Hippodrome. Like, he's fucking, where is he fucking coming out? He's coming out. He came out of her arm in arm kissing and stuff. Like, right, well, I'm going to fucking do this. Him and Mike were like, God, fucking do it. Fucking. Went we're up here. We've got you back. And like, as soon as I got up to him, went, Jeremy! I put my arms around him, hugged him. Hugged what him. a cunt. What an absolute <laughs> fucking cunt. And. <laughs> Thanked him for looking after his girlfriend. No less. <laughs> what? A, I would. I should have beaten the shit out of me. You should have beaten the shit out of me. Oh, what a fucking loser. Yep. But anyway, there's the so, retrospective. That's Pete. So. <laughs> I, I quite like the fact that you started with an embarrassing story about me, and then yet we turned it back we on you. Flip flopped it. Right. Because that's, that's what you generally tends to happen. Usual yeah. suspects. I flipped him. Flipped him for real. So we've only got one trailer to watch this week, and that's the Michael Fassbender starring Assassin's Creed, which we're going to blonk on now. 
Meh. Um, it had Michael Fassbender in it. And Marion Cotillard. And, yes, I do like her. Um, Who's she? Inception. Um, oh, yes. She's uh, his dead wife. Um, I couldn't give a rat's ass. It's alright, it's turned off. I think that looked good. No, I, no. It looks entertaining. It looks like it's going to have some good action sequences in it. I was never invested in the games in the first place. I played the first one. Actually, played the first two. And I played till about halfway through. And yeah, it was a bit of fun. I know why everyone likes the games and stuff, but I don't really care about that. I think there's a a few clips in there that look like they're pulled from the game. Yeah. Loads. It does look like the game. Um, Yeah. It it I, it was about what I expected really because mm. I'm not overexcited like you said I I played them um, so I think I played one two I got about halfway through three because there's a lot of talking <laughs> and um, yeah I kind of got a bit bored of it so um, it's definitely I'll I will more than likely wait for the wait for Blu-ray DVD or whatever yeah, I, I, I have no real I want to charge. But I don't know what they would have shown me that would have got me to go, do you know what, I really want to see this at the cinema now, because... Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's a big gaming franchise, and I'm sure that lots of people who play the video games are going to go, holy fuck, it's doing exactly like the video games, but it's in the film and it's Fassbender. <clears throat> and I just sort of... In fact, the only thing I take from that trailer is that I miss college dropout Kanye West. <laughs> from the Kanye West. For a film based on a video game... It's got a cracking cast. It has. It it's got the three main people in it. You've got Jeremy Irons, Marion Cotillard, and Michael Fassbender. That's fucking acting heavyweights. Mm. It will probably. It could well be the first one to break the hex of shit video game adaptions. But I don't think Sam Mario was bad. But it's not sticking. (laughs) That was legend. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be sticking religiously to the games though. Like that. That sort of kit that he's on with the extend the arm thing yeah they don't have yeah, that that's they, not in it there it can't because if it sticks too close to Assassin's Creed you're going to spend 20 minutes on a fucking horse going from one forest to another or where he, nothing happens he'll run at a wall and just keep running at it yes. but it's, it's going to and it's obviously if they do it well and it's popular they've got a wealth of sequels because there's what seven, eight—I don't even know how many Assassin's Creed games there are now. There's the, spin-offs the and all sorts. Well, Remember Assassin's Creed five or six at the moment. Two but... had like three parts to it though, didn't mm. it? Because you didn't get Assassin's Creed three. Yeah, and then four was Black Flag, had, like, and then two, like... and then like two and a half, and then there was Bloodline Revelations. That was it. Revelations, Bloodline, yeah, and Syndicate, then it was three. Then, yeah. I, d- I don't know. I've, I'm not going to go to the cinema and see that. I can tell you now. No, it, I'm probably not even going to bother watching it when it's on, um, unless it, unless it's like the most amazing film and everyone comes back saying oh you must see this film thematically it just felt I know it's got Fassbender in it but it felt like the first X-Men Apocalypse trailer of just there's just the whole feel to it I don't know why I just I had it stuck in my head whilst watching it there's nothing in there that at all was a money shot for me there's loads of money shots in there for the gamers that love Assassin's Creed with him jumping off the building at the end Um, but nothing in there that made me want to go and Split was money. Maybe if I had only an unlimited, <laughs> nothing to do on a Sunday, I might go and watch it. But other than that, I'm not bothered. You know what I'm also getting bored of in trailers is someone going, "What do you want from me? Why am I here?" It's like, can we just think of something else to say? The other thing is the big, that's that's the new. Yeah, we're just sat in IMAX. It's like, well. 
Loud noises. You do wonder if they've just got some dude in a room that just goes, that, It's always that bit on the slow motion bit where it goes <laughs> Just in case you're sat there on your phone in the middle of the cinema <laughs> when the film stops. <laughs> you hear that noise and go, Oh I must look because there's a slow motion bit happening. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, when in reality, if it's slow motion, you can finish your text. You've got time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I've got time. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, we got time. It's fine. Go. I don't. And some peas. <laughs> love, love. So there was another little trailer. Yes. What? Just right. you just looking at that picture. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, right, right. It's like you jumped right into my mind. <laughs> So there was one more little trailer that dropped this week, uh, not as big budget as Assassin's Creed, but Kevin Smith's next movie, Yoga Hoses, featuring his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, and Johnny Depp is in it as well. Um, um, Kevin Smith, possibly. And Kevin Smith is in it by the looks of things. Um, I've already seen this trailer, not everyone has, so we're okay. going to stick that on now. Um, but a little bit of background history is that Kevin Smith's last two movies, this and Tusk, basically get created through his podcasts now so when he's stoned and gets ideas mid podcast he then turns a five minute section on a podcast into a hour and a half movie and it's all done stoned so it's sweet it's not like it's not like his old stuff And there you go. That trailer makes me cry inside. Right, firstly, can anyone tell me what they think that movie's about? Well, it's got the daughter. All I can think of is she looks like her mum. Show a taxi! Yeah. <laughs> Arumba, Arumba. Vanessa Paradis, part two. All I can tell you that that was about is literally that Kevin Smith met Johnny Depp once and went, hey, our daughter should do a movie, and if we chuck our bits in, then... It might get a bit of coverage. And they chuck their bits in, literally, by having cock-looking baddies. It does feel just a, like... A, a foot Nazi, tall. They're Nazi foot-long bratwursts. Mm. What you know, the actual fuck? It's about time that Johnny Depp did a quirky, slightly odd character as well. So I think that's, that's going to bring a lot to cinema. What did you bring yourself on this time? Instead of Keith Richards, I did Peter Sellers doing Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it, I think it's just a vehicle for the daughters. Same as Will Smith and his kids. It's just like, yeah, let's get them involved. They were in Tusk, though, weren't they? Uh, yeah, they had the brief scene in Tusk where I think they worked behind the counter as well. Yeah, it, and they're, then that, they're that, reprising they that role that as the Collins. See, it looks like the kind of film that if I was going to bed on a Saturday night and I've been out on the piss and I've gone to Silk Road and it's two o'clock in the morning and I haven't pulled or anything like that and I just think... Standard I'm Saturday gonna night. Shit through the standard Saturday night. Might have had the cry wank first. Yes. But I'm literally flicking through the channels and suddenly some random shit appears on my TV and I think, well, this looks a bit stupid. I'm going to fucking watch this till four o'clock in the morning and then watch three quarters of it and then wake up on my sofa at nine o'clock in the morning with the TV still on. With a brat That's, burst in your with mouth. With a brat burst in yeah. my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or a sausage. Yeah. Have I pricked it? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> But that's that's kind of. The I'm deal. not even going to put myself. I put myself through Tusk, and that's bad enough. Was I'm it? not going to go through that. I, it it looks so awful. It might have been called Kevin Smith. I'm not even trying anymore. Yeah. I I don't know. And I really like I really like his stuff. I love his stand up. I've read some of his 
books, earlier bits and bobs. I really like his earlier films. And like like you were just saying before it went on, you kind of whispered, this makes me feel sad. It genuinely does. It does. Because so many people hate on Kevin Smith and I don't want to be but then one of those people that his, does. In his podcast, but he just always looking talks, at that going... He always, he's always self-deprecating and just can put himself down. And you, and you laugh along with him because you like the movies that he's putting down. Mm. So like the amount of abuse he got for Dogma and stuff like that. He goes, oh, I, I, I even takes the mickey out of making cop. Uh, cop out yeah. and stuff like that and you laugh along with him but now he's say he's on his podcast he's saying oh uh, yoga hoses has got slated and you're kind of like yeah it's it, shit. It, it's shit you can't really it's a bit like Jersey Girl Jersey Girl got that was just so unfortunate because of the Jennifer Lopez thing that was yeah. in it and all of that sort of thing and it wasn't it was not one of my favourite films it's but not, I watched it, it and I was like film, though, was it, it wasn't dreadful it wasn't no. uh, but that it looks just an, an abomination. A world away from even Mallrats quality. It just and um, Mallrats was crass toilet humour, but well, it was love it. It, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. For, for its time, it's not aged yeah. well. No, but no. I, because no. you've seen it that many times when you were younger, chocolate covered pretzel and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, still enjoy all those jokes. Um, Clerks, Clerks Two, Dogma, uh, even Jane's Silent Bob Strike Back, which was yeah, it's, a, it's dick and fart jokes for an hour and a half. But, but it was again, it was it, it was a, it's a but world away from that but was it of its time and is it that we're getting older no know. that to me looks like a film version of whose line is it anyway literally you've got characters pulled out of a hat throw something together and off you go it's like right you've got Johnny Depp and you've got your daughter my daughter and you've got Bratverse go and then someone <laughs> stands that... out and does a joke and then someone went Do you know what that's good we'll film that if what? that was his first movie that w- Miramax wouldn't pick that up but right. it's it's now him funding it all, and then it's they say, Max right, won't pick get, this shit up." Get the, the studios go, "Look, you make it, you pay for it, and then we'll help distribute it and take a load of cash afterwards." But we're not investing anything no. into it. And he's got to the point now; he's made enough money through, and he is a whore, an advertising whore. That guy sells all this merchandise and stuff like that, the show tickets, yeah. the amount of podcasts and live recordings he does. I think he's up to about three or four a week. And that's just like ten bucks a ticket, and conventions and all and that. Doing those appearances and stuff, right. so he makes his money that just to fund these shitty movies. And he annoys me because he's, you know, it's up to him what he wants to do with his cash. But he's doing trash like that and keeps teasing about um, Clerks, Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, have you really got Clerks Three sorted? Because if you did, surely you'd be dropping that from, by now. But from what I understand is that he's got lots of different shit in the pipeline at different times, and this was kind of like. Well, and it took us like three weeks to make as a fuck yeah. about. Um, so we did that. Whereas I think with Clark's Three, which is probably the only film that I'm really invested like the, of the you know the thing that I'm invested in with him, is that I think he realised it's a bit like the what's the guy who writes Game of Thrones, George, George R. 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 Martin, who's so worried now. He's like he's been on record of saying, "Well, I um, I thought I was doing fine finishing Game of Thrones, and then Vin- Gilligan finished. Uh, is it Vince Gilligan finished Breaking Bad? Yeah, bad yeah. And did it so perfectly that I suddenly went." I've got to tear up everything that I've written because he did it That's so perfectly. That's bullshit. He's got writer's block and he's just throwing excuses left, right and centre to why he hasn't finished his fucking books. Yeah, he's run out of time. He's run out but of time. But it feels he's... like Kevin Smith's going, I need to finish this trilogy perfectly and it could be the George Lucas effect of I always want to keep going back and changing it and changing it and changing it and changing it. And changing it feels it. like he's taking the piss because with these movies as well, it's all his friends and family in all mm-hmm. this and he's made a good friendship with Johnny Depp and in the in Tusk, Johnny Depp's scene is about twenty minutes long of him just rambling monologue, where I get the impression 
because Kevin Smith comes across as quite uh, insecure, he's just said, Johnny Depp, just do whatever you want and just uh, let yeah. the camera roll yeah, and uh-huh. didn't once say, no, stop or anything like that. Um, but that's sort of what happened with his association with Bruce Willis because mm. they met doing, I, I think I've got this right, I can't quite remember, but basically one of the reasons Kevin Smith was in Die Hard is because Bruce Willis liked his stuff. It was kind of like, I want him in this yeah. film. And then they they met and he kind of think thought they didn't really get on. And then afterwards, like Bruce was just like, hey, we should make a film. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And then Bruce Willis essentially said, Kevin Smith, make a film for me. And then it all went <laughs> and, and it all went south and, afterwards. And then yeah, Bruce Willis just turned into a giant fucking dick. So off mic, we've been talking about the bastardization of some characters. There's been a few TV reboots that have come up. I'm not going to get too in-depth into them. There's None of us have watched it yet, apart from Pete, uh, the recent Rush Hour reboot. Yeah. Um, but there's also a Lethal Weapon reboot with um, the action star, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans as Murtaugh. He's too old for this shit. Yeah. He's not too old for this shit, though. He's not. He's like 50, he's not be too 60. Old. No, yeah, he's just too incompetent no, for this shit. He's he 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 still not too old for this shit. Like, do you remember that, uh, what was it? The best things in life are free. When did that come out? Like 1990? And he was about 20 on in that movie, wasn't he? With Jack Mo, Jack. Yes. Mo Money, Mo Problems. Didn't he do that movie? Or Mo Money or something like that? Mo but, Money. And that's where the song comes from. Yeah, he was Mo about like 20, Mo, 25 Mo there. Film so yes. He is like yes. proper Murtaugh yeah. now. And then he got his rest of the family involved and they all just done a load of shit movies. Is it because he couldn't get Lethal Weapon movies? I don't think there's been a good Wayans movie at all. The first no, scary movie was no. He did um, an Adam Sandler one, Bulletproof. Bulletproof? Yeah, where Adam Sandler had a plate in his head. I have white not chicks? I have not well, seen that. Oh, white chicks, but that's now. not funny for them. That's funny for Terry Crews. But anyway, the, oh, I keep saying but anyway. But anyway. So. But anyway. So, hey guys. <laughs> So with the kind of... It, reboots is now just a thing. It's been going on for years. Whether you like them or not, things are going to get rebooted. Yeah, but it's, getting, it's getting to sort of saturation point, isn't it? Everyone's well, there's just not rebooting much everything. left to reboot. I think Magnificent Seven's getting rebooted, isn't it? Redone. Yes. Um, which, which, although the trailer looks quite good, so... Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm quite... Okay. You know, we've had Robocop, one, a great movie for the 80s that... Is, the, the remake was just... It was pretty it, dire. It was pretty you, you quite liked it at the time. I, I, I liked it. I still enjoy watching it. It's just... It's I not forget a... about the original when I'm watching it and I, then I can enjoy it. But I think the one movie none of us would ever want to see remade is Back to the Future. Agreed. You could never, ever remake that. Not even to a TV show. Would it's, you almost call it a reluctant reboot, Mark? Possibly. Oh. We would reluctantly reboot that. If you had to... I, I, I don't understand the fascination or you know the need to feel like they need to reboot things all the time. Why can't we just have original content? Well, this could go quite deep, and yeah. there's not no, a lot we don't of have to go deep on it. But it's just, it is there are there's a wealth of original stories out there, but. TV, oh, sorry, TV or movie studios are overlooking these original stories and going for reboots because they think it's more of a money banker. Or they, or they, or they take an like um, when the Matrix came out, there was a lot of piss poor Matrix kind of copies. Yeah, they weren't rebooting the Matrix. Um, Equilibrium with uh, Christian Bale and the Gun Carter, as they called it, like martial art with guns. It's just a lot of 
piss poor bullet time, piss poor kind of Matrix ripoffs. Yeah, that was one of the best original movies. Even though I can argue the Wachowski stole the idea, but um, there's not been a wealth of original content coming out. But like I say, the Back to the Future. If you had to reboot it, now we're going to keep you keep the same storyline. So it's just going to be yeah, a, just a straight try. reboot okay. with a new fresh cast. Let's see. Have... Let's see if we can come to an idea of who we'd have cast wise. So I don't have my finger on the pulse enough to know. Like, if you think about someone like uh, Michael J. Fox was in Family Ties, which is like a big popular mm. American sitcom now. Can you tell me what the most popular American sitcom is at the moment? Oh, I'm going to vote. Oh, sitcom. I, I, uh, I have probably Big Bang Theory. Fly. Well, I've got the cast. I've got the main. I've got six main cast characters written on a piece of paper. Okay, so. Let's go with some lower level ones first. So Jennifer, Marty's girlfriend. <laughs> Tits right. McGee. Tits I was going to say your mum. <laughs> that is her stage name. Jennifer. Man. Now, there's a clue in the name. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. That's who I'd go for. Yeah, me too. Dependable, safe. And yeah, she, she hasn't got a lot to do. She's got to sit there unconscious in Back to the Future 2 for most of it. And, and just, look like um, the sort of person yeah, you'd want to give a go. Impressed by a truck that's going to take her down to the lake and get rimmed. So she'd still have to ask nicely. So no bollocks, you'd rim no, her. No, you'd she, ask no, her nicely. No, still have to ask nicely. Pete will make her jump through some hoops first. Yeah. Preferably his hoop. <laughs> rim me, I'll rim you. So okay, so Jennifer, nice easy one. We'll go with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Right, Lorraine McFly. Oh, that's tricky. Now, obviously, you you're going to go for a young... somebody who can be young, but also old. Because then, for the Or new, they're going to get the... The new Aunt May from Civil War. Marissa Tomei. No, no, that, that's, that she's too old. Because if you're going back back in time, she's then got to be possibly teenager age, hasn't I she? thought Emily Blunt. I think, really? No, I think mm. you've still got to go younger. Younger than that? Yeah. So you'd go younger actress and then make her... Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah. well older, funny yeah. you say Jennifer Lawrence, because Jennifer Lawrence plays a lot of these characters who are supposed to be like... See, I would have possibly said Jennifer Lawrence for Lorraine. Because you, you, she could, yeah. you could pull her off. Mm. I'd pull mm-hmm. her off. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know... So yeah. are we taking her from the Jennifer role? Possibly, but then who would you... Jen- Jennifer, Jennifer. I'll tell you Jennifer. Jennifer, I can't think of her name. She's in the new Baywatch movie and she was in the uh, rock movie San Andreas playing his daughter. Can't remember her name, but she can be Jennifer. Yeah. Um, so that's the two... Those two ladies sorted out. Let's go with George McFly, because... All right, I gave this some thought. Um... I think George is a toss-up between two people, either Justin Long or Jay Baruchel. Both they're of them, the same person. Yeah, pretty much, but, they're, but they're, they can be very geeky and also still look quite young, but could be made up. See, I older. went for a geeky Brandon Ralph. Uh, no, Brandon Ralph, no. <laughs> but he's too buff. He's too buff and too cool. It's mm. got a, a, For me, it's either Justin Long or Jay Baruchel. I would probably go for Justin Long. You got anyone? Uh, no, there's not really because no, I, I have got this far down the cast list. I'm not going to lie, Crispin Glover. What a question! It was just like Marty Doc. Crispin Glover is a one-off. If you've yeah. seen the interviews, um, was it the Jay Leno show or like David Letterman? He is just David Blaine levels of fucking weird. Yes, um, I think it was that movie. He did was it uh, Rats or? 
The, uh, oh, Willard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that on video. You did. Very bizarre. You were the one that made me watch it. And I like, I watched it. It was like, this is fucking weird. And yes, it was. But okay, so we'll go with Justin Long. Um, let's go with the Doc, Doc Brown. I thought Doc of, Brown. Yeah, I thought of a weird tangent. Stand-up comedian I, Doc Brown. Well, no, I I thought you could go you could go two ways here. <clears throat> One of them I was thinking is Will Ferrell, but I'm not overly keen no, on that no, idea. But what I thought comedy. was, who out of all the big actors in Hollywood you can think of at the moment plays caricatures? Because Doc Brown is a caricature, and I went Johnny Depp. That's not a bad shout. But would it just be Captain Jack? Captain Brown? Captain Jack Emmett Brown. Yes, it would. Effectively, <laughs> so exactly. He, he, you know, but he play he plays these caricatures and happy to have all the prosthetics and all that. I think Johnny Depp would probably be the way to go. I have two options. Yep. Um, Steve Buscemi. No, Steve Buscemi. I, no. I think he 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 could do it. Really. Yeah. I don't think he he does out there well enough. No, he's because he, he. Well, I know he's done comedy roles in like the, the like appearances in the Adam Sandler movies. We played like mm. Crazy Eye and stuff like that. But I think he could do a good Emmett Brown. Maybe be a bit fun, or for one hundred percent comedy value, this would never happen in a million years. But Arnold Schwarzenegger no. and Doc <laughs> Brown, no. okay. Marty. Uh, you got to take right. it back to the future. You've got your stupid... Marty, I, you've got to come back. <laughs> come back. I have, <laughs> I, have two, I have two answers. One that I think might be quite good. And two, the stupid answer. The stupid answer, purely because there's lines, I would love him to say and it'd make me laugh my ass off. Samuel L. Jackson. Because he, he would just turn around and he goes, so why have we got to do this? He goes, because I'm a time-travelling motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> and if you mess with me, I'll shove a flux capacitor up your ass. It's a motherfucking flux capacitor. <laughs> so I'd like that. Cause that, that would that just, Say that heavy amazing. one more time, motherfucker. Yeah. It ain't heavy. It ain't got anything to do with the bitch. <laughs> now go kiss your mum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who's your comedy version then? I think it's be amazing in anything. Um, I actually thought of—I forgot the actor's name—but uh, the um, the guy in Third Rock, the dad of the family. Yeah, I actually thought he, he could be quite good as a Doc Brown, but bring his own thing to it. And yes. I thought actually yeah. he would be really good. He Ooh. would be awesome. I like him. I think I could put that one up there. Yeah. John Lithgow. That's not a bad show. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. I think the problem with Sam Neil Jackson, I just think would be oh, amazing. I, th- yes. I think if I take it, that like <laughs> done the quirky and the interesting takes on it is in 1985 when Back to the Future was released. Did anyone know remotely apart from Michael J. Fox who'd been in like Family Ties or whatever it was called? Did anyone know who the fuck anyone? Well, no, was? you knew um, Christopher Lloyd. He'd been in shit. He'd been uh, in just from, from uh, Taxi Cuckoo. And oh yeah, one third the Cuckoo's Cuckoo's Nest, 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 Nest. but they weren't. They weren't pretty stacked they, they, they weren't, weren't they weren't household names no well in America but, maybe yeah. Lloyd was but uh, but then uh, uh, movies of that time you could probably say that about a lot of people yeah you know, I mean if you think of our age at those times those movies it's, come it's, out they were just not, like oh, who's in this movie it's not like know. now when 16 year olds are just getting thrust into the limelight so um, Marty McFly who would you have as Marty McFly Carl I can't, I'd have Tom, <laughs> Tom Holland 
See, now we, yeah. we spoke about this in the car. I was like, think of a young actor. And maybe he's a bit too young. I he don't could know. do it. I went with... I, I think he'd be perfect. You think of what, how so he was think, Peter Parker in You think that Tom uh, Holland is going to be going out with Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> no, I think... I'd, I'd, I I'd have, rather I Jennifer Lawrence as Lorraine Baines. I went for the bring in the dollar dollar. I went for Zac Efron. See, I think yeah, he's, he's after watching High School the Musical, yeah, I was convinced. Marty's, Marty's not a nerd, mm. is he? he he's he's no, a heartthrob. He's not a nerd, but no, he wasn't but he's still a bit of a no, but, Yeah, but then that's in the 80s, no one was really hench in those sort of roles, but now they are. <laughs> they're doing a reboot, reboot. After watching Bad Neighbours, he can do the comedy shit. I know, Maybe. forget about the High School Musical. Was it High School Musical? Yes, yeah, it was. yeah, forget about that stuff. But I think Zac Efron could pull it off we've said that mm-hmm. far too many times today um, but I think Zach Efron it, for the kids that'll pull in, pull in the audience I would pull off Zac Efron for the kids Zac Efron and Jennifer Lawrence would be a ridiculously oh actually no we made her the mum didn't we yeah so the other girl but they'd still be a great couple Elizabeth and they're both be... in the new there's, Baywatch there's movie there's one other main Elizabeth... character from these movies that you've not mentioned so best or last oh Biff yeah, yeah. So, um, who, who's no, going to be your just say my, my oh. Marty McFly. Oh, I was actually thinking Grant Gustin from The Flash. Oh, yes. See, I couldn't say it because he told me earlier. Yeah, I mentioned it in the car and he, he gave me a I look of like, motherfucker. Oh, fucker. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. good shout. Good shout. He so could be Marty. I think we'll go with Grant Gustin. Because he can play that awkwardness but also being a bit cool at the same time. Right. I think it'd be great. Biff Tannen. Now... I couldn't think of anyone really. Unfortunately, I was just thinking of Hench, trying to think of someone Hench who could be a bit intimidating. Right. Unfortunately, I think Biff Tannen is going to be cast, but or the person cast as Biff Tannen will be The Rock. No, you can't. No, no. Uh, if, they, if, they, if they're going to make it, no. then they'd use him. Oh, fuck no. My no. option is far too old. Go but, on, who have you gone with? Uh, Vincent Nofrio. Yeah, that's too old as well. Yeah, too old. That's a, yeah, I know. Do you know who I went with? Who's the other dude from 21 Jump Street? Channing Tatum. Yeah, you could cast him as him. No, but I was thinking somebody who would look a bit younger but was still pretty hench. Liam Hems- Hemsworth, Hunger yeah. Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good day, mate. He's he's tall, quite quite well built, intimidating. But I think he could play the comedy role. See, if you I think to. Thomas F. Wilson is the best actor in Back to the Future. Yes, by a country fucking mile. So finding someone that can do. <laughs> Because all of his biffs are different. Yes, I don't know. Mm. It, it sounds silly. It's a cheese. They're cheesy movies, but he, he he was proper proper method at the time, and he just got fed up with. He's in a movie stand up, stuff. but yeah, he's, he brilliant. Yeah. He, does, he, does a, he does a little Back to Future song where he's like, yeah, I think lists I've seen off it. all the questions of like, how is uh, what's Michael J. Fox um, like? I don't care, da, 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 and stuff yeah. like. That. But Biff Tannen is the hardest to fucking cast out of all of them. Yeah, I don't think there is an actor. It, there's no mainstream actor in Hollywood at the moment that I would truly feel comfortable casting as Biff. No, the reason I say The Rock is because just The Rock gets cast in fucking everything and they just go, just get a rock in it. But you couldn't have him as a he's a high school no, person. No, it wouldn't work. It's a shame. If you if he's you like doing this, he's had so much for plastic look, surgery. He's, he'll be too old now, but if you mm. remember back with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, mm. yeah. Flash from high school. Oh, yeah, but he is mustard now. Um... But he would have the right yeah. look for Biff. Um, he'd be a but lot he, older he now. Was, he was in um, that rubbish Arnie movie, Sabotage. 
Yes, right. Sabotage. I really enjoyed Sabotage. He did. Just, just like he went, he went to sleep and just ate a load of fucking drugs, and he's just. Do you know what, actually? Massive. Do you know what I'd do? I would do the fucking Marvel de-aging shit and just cast Thomas F. Wilson as Biff. Yeah, fat chance of fucking getting him to do it. No, that's what I'd do. No, though. no, no. But he they... would for the monies. I mean, one, one of the rules he you hate, said with the reboot it. thing is you, oh, can't, you can't recast the character because otherwise, like, well, yes, reboot. Yeah. So. Um, well, look, we're stumped. Yeah, mm, I okay. Think. Suggestions you could ask for. Yeah. You can send them in to your oh. mum. So, if you've got any ideas about who Biff Tannen could be in the upcoming reboot that we've imagined for Back to the Future, let us know. Hit us up because we we're stumped. We haven't got any ideas. Find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Friday Night Beer Club, at Friday Night Beer on Twitter, or you can find us on uh, Instagram as well for Friday Night Beer, but that's probably useless unless you want to send us a photo and say hello. Other than that, look us up. So we mentioned Civil War. (laughs) What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. See it again. And that will come on to Russia. (laughs) Emily. So um, we've all seen Civil War now, the old Marvel beat 'em up. Yeah, yes, indeed. We've seen it multiple times. No, Simo will not. Simo has not it. seen it, and Simo is not here. Oh, um... is he? No, sorry, you've got budget grade Simo. <laughs> yes, we've got cheap. He's Simo. not here. His cock is so long; it's just sitting <laughs> his in his doorway. This is the end of his cock. Um, He's working me like that's a puppet. Not, that's not made his He's way working. home yet. <laughs> Simo's controlling people. I, I am just his cock marionette. Simo, Simo's cock is so big, it's still here. It's paying rent. <laughs> so we've all had multiple viewings of Civil War. Um, who wants to go first? You can go first. Brilliant. It was alright, wasn't it? <laughs> that's what I was going to do. <laughs> it was alright. 7 out of 10. 8 out of 10, I think. Maybe seven and a half out of ten is a fair. Um, okay, I've watched it multiple times now. Um, uneven tone, I think, throughout. Serious. Yes. Then typical Marvel in the middle with the airport scene and the recruiting kind of getting everyone together. Yep. And then goes back to the serious stuff. It, like Winter Soldier was one continuous theme, and so you were in that moment for the whole time. And my favourite bit was the middle of Civil War. The airport scene was yeah. probably the best fight scene seen in a Marvel movie thus far. It's, yeah, it's one of those where I say this on the podcast all the time, but I've got this massive superhero movie fatigue. And the one magical thing that when they first started releasing these movies was that it was oh my god, these are like characters that I've been reading about, looking you know for so many so many years come to life. And Marvel have now hit this pitch where you know you have to have watched well. We disagree on this, but I think you know there's so many films of a continuing story. So we're like what twelve films in 13, deep, 13, 13, 13 14 13, films deep in, and it's good. It's more of the same, but nothing really, really wows me that much anymore. And I don't know what it was, but I agree. With the airport, the, the the highlight of the movie for me was Spider Man and then Ant Man, yeah, being in it. And I, I don't know whether that's because Ant-Man's a fresh new character and Spider-Man's a new portrayal of it and they've done it in a slightly different way. They've done it to the Spider-Man, which I grew up on as like almost like high school Peter Parker. But because of that turn of it, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Also, big shout out to Black Panther, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, good. Yeah. Really liked him. But I think I've been wowed by the new, by, think... the, by, the, by the freshness of the new characters. I'm, I'm so 
to the point now where they're so established that it has to be something pretty monumental they're going to do, which I'm sure they're trying to lead into with, you know, the last Avengers Affinity Wars or whatever they're going to call them moving forward. Mm. But if they'd have left it that it was Cap versus Iron Man for the whole movie, that would have dragged on. It was that injection in the middle with a bunch of characters, which unfortunately you could take most of those characters out of that movie and it would have made no difference to that Hmm. movie whatsoever. They were just put there for that one scene. Spider-Man was brilliant, but it had no effect on the movie whatsoever. Ant-Man was brilliant, no effect. Black Panther, yeah, okay, there was that sub-storyline there, but you could have taken him out of it. But there was nice things like where... It was just Captain... Yeah, there was nice things, I thought, when, um, like, Hawkeye just turned up and they didn't bother setting it up. They just went, oh, where have you come from? Well, they made the call and I thought I'd be here. But I just like the the, the off-the-cuff, you just, you just, like, kind of left it behind and it's kind of like that marbly thing now. We just kind of just get on with it. I completely agree with Chris. Um, I... The best scene of the film was uh, was the airport scene. I think without Ant-Man, Spider-Man, it would have been a much weaker film. They lifted it when it was really flagging for me, actually. I was getting quite bored. Mm. Um, there, were, there were moments that were very, very good. I love the fact that they introduced a new superhero without giving him an origin story. You know, we we got Black Panther and we didn't get the whole, oh, he did this and this is how he got his powers. He was just suddenly there as as Black Panther. And I love that. a mostly it. unknown oh. character to yep. the, the majority of the audience, comic book fans aside, wouldn't have known who Black Panther was. And Marvel found a way to just go, well, look, we'll just stick him in. And, okay, you get the scene with his dad. So... That's all you needed to know. Yeah. It, Bucky uh, yeah. killed his dad. It gave him a motive for what it. he was doing uh, after that. It's a very simple revenge plot for him. Um, and then at the end, some of the stuff he says teases his history. Of, yeah. And it says, like, yeah. there, there's been Black Panthers before me, uh, etc. There's there's life after death kind of stuff. Yeah. So you, you, you're going to get some of that in the Black Panther movie mm. that they're going to make. But I think it set it up well. And I, I thought they introduced him really well in that film. I, I agree about that being woefully predictable. <laughs> when we went... I knew it was going to be a long film, so we sat there and I had a couple of beers while I sat and watching in the cinema. And but I just knew the point where I could suddenly go to the toilet because it was going to be a, like a long, totes emotion scene before the final climax. Like we had yep. the airport bit, and it was like, oh, we're calming down now for a minute. Mm. Right, I'll go for a piss because nothing's going to happen in this thing at this point in the movie. By the time I've come back, we'll we'll kick back in. It was Marvel, Marvel by numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely, completely. It, it was. I think one of the small problems is it was it was saying we're dealing with very big issues here and they kept having the same argument in a slightly different way yeah. yep half a dozen times it was a weak so argument it as well was, mm. yeah it wasn't a very strong it's a bit argument. difficult because if you, going from the comics within the comics it, they did a better job I think as in the comics you naturally very much go towards Cap as opposed to Iron Man yes when you read it so I, I like that they chuck some stuff in it that it's not just him being holier than thou or yeah. I am a straight arrow. It's my friend. So I like that angle. I thought that was good. And then also the reveal at the end um, that actually he'd lied to him because that's what made Tony snap. Yep. He was like, you never ever lie. Because one of the things I, I, that knocked me a bit was the bit was like, well, we can't go to Tony. Why? Captain America never ever lies. Mm. If he went to Tony and went, 
there's some serious shit going down that I know we've got our problems right now, but there's some serious stuff going on and you need to trust me. I genuinely think Tony would have just gone, yeah, fair one, I'll suit up. We'll go deal with this, but this this thing isn't finished, but we'll go deal with this now. Yeah, they now. could have done it that way and say, let's clear this stuff up first and then we'll see. So I didn't quite buy the whole we can't go to Tony because I was like, no, don't get that. The only thing no. that really really annoyed me slightly about the movie most was uh, Baron Zemo. Um, now, I know it's an early comic book thing, but Baron Zemo's quite a big villain in Captain America's world. He's like a, you know, if you go back yeah. to the 60s or when... Marvel reintroduced Captain America and Baron Zemo has always been there and there about. He, and wasn't, he wasn't even a Baron in this, was he? he was just, no, he was just, just Zemo. Zemo. Cap- Zemo. Zemo. Captain Zemo. And he didn't have the... Captain Zemo. And the, Zemo. Fact that, the fact that they were trying to be finding Zemo and it was a Disney yeah. film. <laughs> Mate, I loved it. I literally had a soft chuckle to myself. I was like, oh, they're finding Zemo. Yes. <laughs> it's just something that Marvel don't seem to be doing very well at the moment, which is... And, and this could be said about a lot of superhero yeah. movies. It's the bad guys just don't have the substance. They're not behind it. They, no they, they played the Loki card too soon. They, yeah. They yeah. Went, Here's our best villain. Oh. Right, what do Dude, we do? you never yeah. go full Loki. Yeah, never go full Loki. <laughs> but then, you, you, know, you know, in many respects, I suppose, it's always... It's not nece- it's not about the villains, is it? It's about the relationship between the characters. Yeah, we're, now, we're now so far down the line, it's almost like The Walking Dead. Yeah, but then, in terms of... We're, we're, we're in sort of relationship it, between the characters and the dynamics. Ben, ben said before about Civil War, there was no tension, there was no peril. Oh, no. no, there was so, no peril. At least with Loki, there yeah. was... There was he was, he was a really good bad guy, and you could never know when he was going to turn, when he was going to twist what his motives were all the time um, a genuine, I've always thought of any movie that you, you, your hero is only as good as your bad guy so Die Hard brilliant two, a great hero and one of the best bad guys ever De- Zemo it's just one of those where DC sort of DC sort of get the villains right if you look at mm. the history of it so you've got okay let's not say Jesse was his face in Batman vs Superman but if you go back you know even like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor or you go back Jack Nicholson as the Joker yeah. Heath Ledger is the Joker. Like it, all these kind of villains were were, were spot on. The, well, the, the hero side of it probably those to be... heroes, especially with Batman, Superman, Captain America, they are very straight kind of. Well, they're... but it's, it's the dynamic you, them, in the layers. They of need it, to be it? the straight man with the crazy, wild, bad guy. So like Heath Ledger was just the complete opposite of yeah. Batman it worked brilliantly and the same with Aronet, at, at, at the time stuff like that. 89 you know, Batman the same with that Joker although you look back at it now and you think it's slightly oh, cheesy Jack, but calm down yeah. Um, yeah well Jack Nicholson was Jack Nicholson yeah he was just I'll turn up as Jack Nicholson and put some face paint on but Zemo basically what he brought to the game is he had the instruction manual for the Winter Soldier hmm that was essentially it. But then after all of that, so you led to it going, oh my God, it's his master plan to assemble this army of winter soldiers. And then he just fucking killed them all. And you're like, oh, you know, that was a bit pointless, Do you, you know what really fucked me off about that scene when he's reading the things to him? Hmm. Bucky has broken free of his chains. Fingers and rather than go, la, 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 yeah. I'm not listening, with his hands over his ears, decides to try and punch his way out of a fucking reinforced cell. Yeah, yes. I mean, come on! And uh, and with all of Hollywood, the perfect timing of he just gets out in time to hear the last word. What a load of bollocks! The, um, my the worst part of that movie for me was uh, also one of the funniest was when Captain America kissed inappropriately uh, Peggy's niece. <laughs> that, that, that didn't bother me too much. But, I think that, that had been built on repeat viewing. You watch. 
and it's almost as if um, Chris Evans has forgotten what he's got to do and he stands there for a second and then suddenly he just goes oh that's oh, the kissing scene he just grabs her yeah. kisses her but then it leads to Falcon and Bucky and I love their relationship in it yes. only a couple of little moments bits but with them were brilliant they were brilliant Positive. the bit, the bit where they're sat down but, and it's just like I hate you again <laughs> he didn't think of doing that earlier I hate you all the best moments come from everyone else and not yeah. Cap and Falcon Star. was much better I, I like what they did with Falcon they gave him a lot more to do mm. yeah and you hit the nail on the head there what made me a bit sad about this movie was I got really fed up with Tony Stark apart from Spider-Man scene I got really yeah. bored and I love you go back to Iron Man 1 <laughs> everything you loved about Tony Stark and it's I understand it's been sucked out of him as the movies yeah, have gone off I understand why they did it and why they needed to and he's like now I have to be the grown up and it's like yeah but that's not what I'd like yeah, you for I think they're trying to border on the boozy side yeah, of it aren't they they well. are hammering the point of the collateral the damage yeah now that obviously after BVS oh, sorry BVS, uh, Man of Steel then there was a lot of complaining about that. It got a lot of hate. But then someone did put that video up of the ridiculous kill count of Tony Stark. So after all that killing that he's done, that one woman turns up with a photo and goes, oh, you killed my boy. And that just changed it. He had no problem with it. I thought thought that was all very, very weak as well. Mm. There was the whole whole thing of Tony Stark getting moodier and moodier and everything. And then Mm. the whole argument of everyone sort of throwing all the, look at all this collateral damage you guys have created. At no point in that film did anyone go... Or what you'd rather we didn't do anything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, At no point did ever go. Yeah. Hang on, mate. We saved your fucking ass. They did if we'd have done nothing, there'd have been a hell of a lot more damage, you bastards. Yeah. I suppose they could have elaborated more about. Tony could have had a moment where he said, "I was the cause of all those problems." Because he, he's he the only is, one with the right. He is to the Phantom Menace. Mm. Yeah. He is the he, he is the cause of all these problems. He is George Jar Binks. Yeah, he, yes, he serves deep. So if he'd he created had, Ultron, didn't he? If he'd have had yeah. that kind of epiphany moment of just saying, "This is all my problem. I, I've caused all this," then that would have given more weight to rather than just one photo of one little kid that yeah, got God. killed by, by Ultron, essentially. Yeah, because in that film, I was like, "What the fuck? How can you blame this man for it, your son's death?" Yeah. Although saying that, she did work for the Ministry of Defence or whatever it was. It was, the, a, it was a tenuous did link. They, did they know that he'd created was, Ultron and it, he was the vault? It was a tenuous, I, don't know, but. It, I, I thought it was more of a tenuous link to the comic because for me it made logical sense. Like if, you read, if you read the Civil well, yeah, War the, the comic that that there's, there, and there's yeah. the mum, isn't there, that has a go at him mm. and then that's kind of... Yeah, but he uh, wasn't even there for that. He was there for Sokovia, obviously, yeah. and that's what they've drawn it back to, but he wasn't there for what happened at the, the trigger for this film. No, and it, uh, I noticed on re- the repeat viewings that um, everything skipped a lot by a lot quicker. In the cinema, it didn't. It felt a lot, well, a lot longer. They always but everything to... now was just, just skips and happens, skips and it just. It's... I think that's t- tend to be on the first watch. I mean, you've all said this about the Marvel movies. Is that and I've said this about a lot of films that I'm investing in going to see? They do whiz through pretty quick, but I think. When you've they, got the luxury of watching formula. them in your own home, I think to an extent you kind of go. Oh, I'd buy the Blu-ray cut of the airport mm. scene and mm. just watch that. They, there's other bits in it now that I think, you know, I sometimes don't like, like with Superman Returns. I do skip a few bits here and there. I think they wimped out on because there was talk of different endings. I thought someone was going to die. At yeah, the end. I thought they wimped out, and that out. was the one other thing. It sounds like I'm they, hating on the film. I did enjoy it. But I think part of it, and I'm not going to lie, is is it's tied into the amount of backlash that Batman versus Superman got. Yeah. And it's 
it's riled me up a bit because I've watched right. this. I've all like like there's things, there's things that it, just stuff on the internet about going. Um, uh, Civil War has now stormed seven hundred million dollars worldwide. Whereas when Batman got to uh, Batman vs Superman got to eight hundred million, it's like, well, it's kind of limped in with this, and you're like, everything what? is a frame of I, reference. I don't, I don't BBS. get. I yeah. don't. I, the one thing I will say, and uh, you know, as everyone knows, I'm probably the one out tonight because I'm the more Marvel advocate to everyone else. I don't get the massive wank fest over that. It was a no. good film. Well, I, I enjoyed think, it. Yeah. It is not. I, think I don't think that's up. the best Marvel movie no. by no. by country Marvel. I, I really enjoyed it, but I do not think it was any better than BBS. Right. Um, I, I thought either Captain America or the Winter Soldier would die, and I think they wimped out because what they do is they took Winter Soldier, literally went, not quite sure whether we're going to need you later because we've got contract resignings coming out and whatever. We're just literally <laughs> going to put you back in the toy box. You're going to go back on but, ice for a while, and I think that felt, at the end, felt weak to me because I was like, I think All that, right. I yes, think it would Rhodey, make... Rhodey is getting bionic legs and is going to have to get used to them a bit. But other than that, there did not seem to be that big, and again, as there is in the comic books, there didn't seem to be that big consequence at the end that would make everyone go, look what we've done. But they, they couldn't kind of do it. I, I felt they couldn't kind of do it, because if, we know, if you know Civil War, the book, they yeah. couldn't fucking do that, because there's another two films to come after that. Again, though, it's yeah, another movie, bring people another back. Marvel movie where it felt like, okay, we're going to put some stepping stones in here, some foundations for what's to come. So now everyone has picked it to pieces and gone, well, Bucky's now going to be in the next Black Panther movie because obviously he's in Wakanda and Frozen. So that's set up. Um, we can't have any jeopardy at the end. So Captain America's cheekily left a little mobile phone for Tony and just give me a he's now going to be the new hey, fucking buddy. Hey buddy, hey give buddy. me a call when you no, fancy no, no. a drink. I'm going to hang out in a uh, black van with B.A. Baracus and Murdoch and if you ever need us and you can find us, give us a call and we'll come now, and fucking help you out. That's a freaking spin-off. <laughs> that's a spin-off. Captain America's A-Team. Captain America's A-Team. But, I think that's probably enough beating yeah. down on it. We just, uh, we're just we get no, yeah, uh, We've all and... beat down on it. But we all actually really did enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yes. But but for me, my main problem is I didn't think it was any better than BVS. And no. the, the reception it got from the critics is so opposite it's, ends it's, of the universe. It's ridiculous. It it's annoying. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry, everybody. What yeah, we should be yeah. saying here is it's the it's best fucking Marvel film ever fucking made. Go and see it because it, it's better than anything ever. It should win all the Oscars. It should win all the prizes because it's the best film ever. Yay, go Disney. Uh, Mr. Mr. Disney, can you please tell me where my children are? He's in. Uh, I don't really. I don't. I don't, I don't, just, I, I, just, I, I just let my family go. I think Batman's terrible. But I did like the film. But I loved. <laughs> I right, loved so. I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I understand sometimes where you're investing with like characters. But I, 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 me personally, I find. I'm Hugh Grant. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, um, uh, I, uh, whoopsie Daisy. What I'm trying to say. What, what I, want is, <laughs> is I, I don't get. Nerdist. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Don't get that kind of hate. I mean, I, I, just, I do find it's funny that they have lauded this film when it isn't any better than that. But I don't really. I don't know. I just don't take it that. All right. So personally, from it, I'm out of all thirteen MCU's so far. Guardians of the Galaxy. Number one. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a toss-up between Guardians of the Galaxy... You've got to pick one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter Winter Soldier, then. Mine's Winter Soldier. It's just, uh, from start to finish, can't pick a fault in that movie at all. Great tone all the way through. I don't know. See, I'm 
I can't. Guardians was good. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Alright, top my top three, Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier, Soldier and Ant Oh, you see, I would have gone Avengers the first one. No, I love a heist movie. And I love humour. And Ant-Man had oh. spades of it for and me. And also, you see, see, I do love the first Iron Man. And when we're going back to Mistakes of Universes, let's not forget Incredible Hulk film. Yeah. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. Oh, no. They, see, the, now the critics do... <laughs> don't I, liked, it, I really liked oh, Iron Man 3. The, 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 no. the critics do seem to... Brush that, that stuff under the carpet. Yeah. They, met, they briefly mentioned those movies were there, but they're like, yeah, well, we just won't and talk Ultron about that. And Ultron wasn't all that. Again, it was a bit like no, when we watched the, the um, Assassin's Creed trailer and earlier. Avengers 2 was just Avengers 1. Avengers mm. 2 was exactly what I kind of expected. It was a bit like when we watched that trailer. I didn't come away from Age of Ultron going, oh, well, that's wasted two hours of my life. But I didn't come out going, oh, i tell you what, that bit... But the- because I can't even, even now that I think about it, see Civil War at least, airport scene, love the representation of Spider-Man, pretty much mirroring everything Chris said. I agree with everything that you said on yeah. that. That's what I loved. And I also like, a bit like uh, Force Awakens, I'm more invested in the new characters. Yeah. I love the nudge to the old, but now I want to see them take the new people go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think Iron Man, the original first Iron Man, will go into my top three. Really? Just... I, I really enjoyed three. it. Yeah. Top five it was for me. Uh, I'm, um, I, I, I love the first Iron Man. It film. was really it was well brilliant. Done. Um, it, it kick-started everything, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, you whether you give the props to John Favreau or whether you get to Robert Downey Jr. Uh, of that, it was the, probably just the both of them that kicked that universe off because it certainly wasn't fucking Ed Norton. No, I did not like his Hulk. No, I did not like Ang Lee's Hulk. Um, I preferred Ang Lee's Hulk to Ed Norton's Ang Hulk. Ang Lee made it more of a comic Apart book. from Mutant Yeah, the poodles. and stuff. Yeah, Apart from, yeah, the fucking mutant dogs poodles. at the end. What, what the was hell? That? Fucking mutant poodles. Um, but yeah, you've got the other weak ones. I'm not going to rant about Iron Man 3 because... We haven't got time. We have not got time. <laughs> but all I'll say is they had possibly the best fucking villain next to Loki they could have had and then turned him into Trevor the Drunk. Yeah. That was funny. And I, no, it because was then funny. you went. Then I didn't like that bit. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What the there, fuck have you done? Stop. Stop! What are you doing? Well, I was, I was, <laughs> get away from my sister! Yeah, you're crossing <laughs> friends. Look at my childhood. <laughs> you're raping my childhood. My sandwich. <laughs> my sandwich. <laughs> but that, that bit. And then I was just thinking, oh, maybe he's a double. He's a stunt double. No, and then you bring guy. Fucking Pierce into it. I'm the fucking Mandarin. And he gets fucking beat up by Vegan Paltrow. And then... Yeah, <laughs> where she just goes, well, I'm only staying this film if I can be flamey too. And then he's like... Well, yeah, all right, go on then. You had to get your girlfriend And I want to wear a suit. He's flamey right. one, she's but, flamey too. But I didn't want to shoot anyone in my suit because it might hurt a plant or an animal. All right, you've got a suit that didn't shoot anything. Just pull him out of the rubble. And then he blows all his fucking suits up. What a prick. Yeah. Billions of dollars just gone, and then he's like, oh, "I still saved a couple though." <laughs> Fucking knobhead. But anyway, cock off, yeah. Iron Man Three. Cock off, Marvel, you um, wankers. But if you're not seen Civil War, then you're in the minority, probably. Yeah. Because everyone's seen it. Go see it though, because so, it's good. Go you see have it. to go see Even it. Even though we've hated on it for don't half an see, hour now. Don't go see it in the Odeon. Go to IMAX and see it. Disney will let down your tyres and raise your uh, taxes uh, if you don't go see it. The thing that seems to be the rage at the moment, we we moaned about this for a week about price cinema tickets, is that. The fact that there's a certain cinema in a further down the road in a place, Clacton on Sea, where you can go and pay two pound fifty to go and watch these films. Flicks. 
Go visit it. Support a local cinema. Two pound fifty. Not, we a, go not to a, a cinema, chain. Not a cinema chain. Don't pay go to seventeen pounds to go watch the same Who film. Pay seventeen pounds for IMAX three D. IMAX three D. I've not paid seventeen pounds for a cinema ticket. I have about thirteen. I have Odeon IMAX in Norwich. Wankers. Mm. But anyway, fuck like you, said, Odeon. Yeah, unless you want to sponsor us and give us free, and then we'll love, then we love you long time. Please give us unlimited. Give us the limitless tickets, and we'll review your films and send people your way. (laughs) Episode seven, sponsored by Odeon. So Ben, what's happening on Odeon this week? I love Odeon. It's marvelous. There's there's lots happening at Odeon. What we need to do is get online, (laughs) and their pick and mix is really well priced, reasonably well priced. But if (laughs) if you're not going to support us, then go fuck yourself and stop opposing the new cinema up by the football stadium. Thank you. We want IMAX. Anyway, Civil War done. Civil so see War out. Right. Civil War out. Mic drop. <laughs> Our final question of the episode comes from Paul Hinchcliffe, old Hinchy, who incidentally was the inspiration for this podcast, coming from us uh, playing games online and just talking crap. He suggested, why don't you start recording it? So uh, it's his fault if you want to blame anyone for all this waffle. His question is, if the four of you, and uh, we're going to swap Pete for Simo here, if the four of you had to be put in a human centipede situation, <laughs> oh God! would you rather go as two sets of two or one set of four? One set of four, me at the front. Done. How would you decide who goes where? So, look, I'm the host, I'm going at the front. Because no, you're not. You, don't, you get to choose last, unfortunately. No. The chain of command. No, I am physically larger than you. Yeah, which means you have more to deposit. And I can't take that. I board. really don't give a monkey. This I, is I'm, very, very easy. How, how, are, they, how are they joined together? Because I've never. Uh, they I've never have joined together arse to mouth. Oh, it's like the apple Human centipede. So he basically surgically sews the mouth of one lady onto the anus of the man at the front, and then the next lady gets her mouth sewn onto that lady's anus to form a centipede. So. He poops into her mouth. She poops into her mouth. Poop, 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 poop. So the people at either end, will, well, the one at the back will be pooping into nothing. And the one at the front will just start the chain of pooping. So we basically all fight about who's going to be at the front. I'm because that way anyone's eat poop. Yes, or, exactly. That's well, got the... absolutely disgusting. I'm disgusted. Well, they've made free movies out of it and people they... are paying to watch it. Why like... are people paying to watch I don't know. I someone sort of... shit I... into someone's mouth? I saw the first one and... Uh, oh, actually, I'll take back that question. You've not signed up to Apple's terms and conditions, have you? <laughs> no. So he's given us two choices. It's either a chain of four, the four of us, sewed to each other, right. or we break off into pairs. <laughs> So there'll be one in the front, one back. No. That's it, right? I, Look, I will there's, fight there's... you all till I die. Okay, to be at the front. We're going to settle this. We need uh, to. Uh, work we're going we're to Rochambeau for it, and I'm going first. Thumbwall? No, Rochambeau. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Start with one. Yeah. Kick, in the nuts. Kick each other in the nuts as hard as we can. Uh, do you know what? I've gone through so much trouble with them testicles. <laughs> I can bring it on. <laughs> no. His testicles are like a shield of steel. <laughs> testicles. Are we going to go for the four in a row or a couple of pairs? No, I'm at the front or I die. That's it. That's my answer. What if you don't have any choice? This is no. The I will f- literally fight there are, you there... three to be at the front, and what if, if I'm not at the been... front, then so you this have bring, to this kill me. This now brings up another question: <clears throat> If the four of us are going to fight, yeah. who's winning the fight? Me. Done. What skills are you bringing to the table? 
Krav Maga. Um, his the desire, <laughs> the desire seemingly more than the rest of you to not be anything other than the front. I'm just going to run away. <laughs> See? So we... With I'm the, one motivated motherfucker. I am not going to be anything but the front. Oh, the, the, this is a disgusting question, Hinchy. And, and look, basically, feeling, basically, I can take him out quickly. No, I, I will fight done. dirty. But no, to get the question over and done with, I'm going to take a mouthful of shit. Move on. Who would you have sewn to your butthole? I'm not going to answer that. Does it matter? Well, who, what, who, what clean, who shits cleaner? Come on, what do you eat? I don't fucking <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd say that mine is. Are you? Um, are you? Are you a cleaner? It's carbohydrate free, so it's kind of like water. Okay, I'll apart eat. I'll eat your shit. There we go. Apart from weekends, where I just generally just eat rice and like chicken and fish, so I'm I'm pretty much yeah. So I don't care. Yeah, I'm a dirty shitting motherfucker. <laughs> I have a toilet and I don't care. I am not See, having look. any thoughts about worrying yeah, about what's but, coming out of my but, ass. But the problem with what you're saying now is. To, that you're well, not making you your ass to? appealing to anybody. No. Therefore, you're getting chucked at the back. No, I'm fighting you all or I die. That's I think my this answer. is going to have to come down to democracy. Of it's like battle royale. What if you've got in? these like dinky, dinky things over your? This like, is the whole. Nick. Would you rather? We have to come to an answer. Front or die. Front or die. I don't really give a shit. Stick me in the middle just to make life easier. <laughs> I mean, really. Look, for logistics, uh, and that means to get the question out of the way, there's a few of us who are going to eat some shit. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll finish it this way. There's no two ways about it. You are at the back, okay? <laughs> this is your situation now. You're at the back of the human centipede. Centipede? Centipede. <laughs> You're at the back of the human centipede. Which one of the group are you going to be sewn to? That wasn't the question. No, but we're not going to get to an answer of who's in that order. So you are. We are all in the sweet cheeks, and I love it. Love it. We're all in the same situation. I am not having him, Windy Pop Twiglet Man, (laughs) on my mouth. Okay, now wait. But I'm not eating Windy Pop Twiggly shit anymore. What would happen? What would happen if Jennifer Lawrence was front of the queue? I'd be behind Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> All of a sudden, Wyatt's eating. Oh, yeah, but then yeah, she's not part of us. No, 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 dude. But, you but, cannot but, on any level attempt to make this erotic. But which one but would you... I don't you, care okay. what celebrity... Well, I didn't start rubbing my legs going, oh, Jennifer home. Lawrence shitting in the well, world. Well, okay, oh. okay, you've got the choice. Jennifer... Who are you going to shit into? Jennifer Lawrence or Elizabeth <laughs> Who am I going to poop into? What's so you, make could, a you could only be attached to Jennifer Lawrence I'm not going to be able to see them, really. Jennifer Lawrence and Elizabeth Shue. They both going to be I'll be, I'll be in that sandwich. I'll be in the middle of them. So. Oh, you are just I don't a understand bad this. It's such. I don't understand why somebody would want to make a film of this, and why would people want to pay to watch it? So, if you could have a celebrity brick on your chest, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it's a new quiz show. <laughs> the okay. Cleveland Steamer. I'm going to go. I'm going to go like Kate Moss or Cara Delevingne because I don't reckon they eat anything. Just small <laughs> little. Be like, a, like fuck. Kira Knightley. Just yeah, little, rabbit little, little rabbit pellets. <laughs> exactly, just comes out like drip, drip, drip. Jessica oh, Rabbit. No, oh, Jessica no, Rabbit. No, no, no. You got to play the odds. Peter Dinklage, smaller. No, I bet he shits. I bet, I bet, I bet he, 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 a, he shits out a foot long steamer. <laughs> he has How? a baby's arm. Smaller, of like he shits. He shits <laughs> the size of his cock, which is a third leg. It's huge. You're thinking of Van Troyer, surely? No. It's, it, it, You're thinking the same of Dinkley. You've seen Game of Thrones. That's why dwarfs don't grow. Because they shit I mean, so he's not bad. He has it out frequently. It's like shedding the first skin. couple of seasons. Dwarf knob? I don't remember dwarf knob in he's Game hung, of Thrones. hung like a horse. Who's dwarf knob? Isn't this just in Dink, your mind? The Dink. 
They don't I call him the Dink, do they? But surely Dink well, no, would be like. They big. call him the Dink because his surname is Dinklage. But he's, it, it's, if it was big, they call him the Dunk. It's an oxymoron. No, this is just an affectionate name that Ben reserves for him. How big is his cock then? It's, it's the Dunk. Why don't you he ask? Has no him? Idea. How big is Peter Dinklage? I have, I have. Why don't you tweet him and Peter ask? Peter Dinklage him? is little. Dear Peter Dinklage, how big is your cock? Like a horse. So in ratio, like what percentage of his body is cock? I'm just thinking midget. Less. I'd say. I'd say at least a quarter. That's not a percentage. He's got a bigger penis 25%, than you, 25%! For fuck's sake, why? <laughs> so 25% of Peter Dinklage is, is his knob. When it's when it's engorged, <laughs> I'd imagine so, yes. This is based on what? Ben's... Oh, fantasies. random speculation. Yeah, random speculation. So you're saying dwarves have big cocks? I'm saying Peter Dinklage does. Do they? Hang on, I'm going to Google Well, they have that. little hands, no, I'm not so Google that. looks bigger. Two dwarves have big cocks. It's John Deadpool. <laughs> He's got his little hands to make his hand fill up. His cock fill okay, enormous. So, so anyway, so going back to this hands. human centipede shit. Beetle has a little hand. Beetle's dead, Jim. Yeah. He had a little hand. <laughs> God damn it. Beetle had dead. a little hand. Do you reckon he used a little hand to jerk off with? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went, look at my massive cock going. Like, look Snapchat. how big you are in my I got a hand. I got a tiny Jeremy cock. Beetle died before Snapchat and he got, look at my cock girls. <laughs> He'd have sent two photos I got a tiny cock. But on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> little cock, big cock. <laughs> Poor old Beetle. So if you had to be in a human centipede with Jeremy Beetle and Peter Dinklage... Who would you have at the front and who would you have at the back? Beetle. Me. What? Think, no, you've got, you're in the middle. No, I'm not doing this. Look, we're all at the front. <laughs> this is disgusting. This is just weird. We're no. all at the front. Okay, I'll probably go with um, Dinklage at the front because He's obviously he eats a lot of shit. He eats a lot of shit, but I need a bit of nourishment to stay alive. And obviously I'm well, going to eat human capacity. I've got to eat to stay alive. There and obviously I'm going to no shit it out. is shit sent. Have you ever eaten this shit? I'm gonna, no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just aware of biology. We get rid of shit because there's no nutrients. Oh no, no, no. We this, no. this is the beer club. We do not bring science fact into the beer club. What I am gonna do is quote Kevin Smith here. You never go ass to mouth. I thought that's front to back. I'm gonna ask quote to somebody in another oh, no, film front. that says fuck. You never go ass to come. No, <laughs> ass to mouth. But what about all those girls I've watched in films? I'm not going ass to mouth. Two girls, one cup. At the end of the day. And I'm bringing Marie to the party. So we've... we've Marie? <laughs> my chainsaw. We've hit our first stumbling block. The first would you rather we can't answer. I just, it's no, I can't answer. answer. No, I can answer it's it. I don't disgusting. care. Just, just, just stitch I'm me in. I'm at the front, bitches. Done. That's my answer. So Chris is tied to all three of our anuses. Because we're all in the front. well into it. So I don't mind. If he's got to do anywhere. it, let's just get it but done I'm and get it out of the way. have lips stretched like Leslie Ash. Do you ever... Do you ever, do you ever like... Let's sew a bit Do you ever get unstitched, though, by the way? No, they die. Well, well we're dead anyway. Because they're not so... getting any nutrients. No. It's scientific. Look, we've yeah. gone back to science. See? Yeah, science. science. There's no Still nutrients in shit. So if yeah. we're all going to die... You might as well just eat someone's shit. Go over smiles. <laughs> this is exactly what is wrong with you. What's wrong with it? We've been asked a question and we've told we've got to do I've it. given my answer. Right, so, right, okay. So you're saying you. split into two, so that gives you twice the odds of being at the front. No, I'm saying I'm at the front. <laughs> you can split one of them. In that case, if I can't go at the front, I'm going to go at the back. Because I've got a tender little bumhole, and I don't want it to be stitched. And I don't want any of you eat my ass. Whee! Oh, sweet. I do not want you tossing hey, my salad. We're at the front! High five! Yeah, <laughs> we're at the front. There we go. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you, 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 no, no, no. I don't you care. two are willing to compromise. Oh, well, hey, hey, hey look, look, at the front, <laughs> never have to wipe again, motherfuckers. Okay, so we'll <laughs> You're at the front, I'm at the front, you two back. One, you gave us done. no choice. To end this question, we just had to take no, one for the team. No, 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 For the you love of God. this any way you like. I'm, we will. Exactly, for the yes. love of God, just let me just finish this question. Because I'm at the front. And I can edit that however I like. Fuck you, Hinchy is sick. So to, so to summarise... You're at the front of the queue at being at the back. Hinchy, so which way are you going to go, by the way? We need to know. Is it like you... Front, let's see at the back, or vice versa. We'll put Hinchy at the back so he eats four shades of shit. <laughs> that could be a franchise. Or maybe we could just add ham for depressing you on the film question. <laughs> Human centipede 50. 50 shades of shit. Crossover. <laughs> yeah, have you seen any crossover? Crossover slash reboot. So, I think in six episodes now, that's the worst question we've had. Ask us better questions. Yeah, no questions that involve us eating shit. That's not nice. Unless it's Jennifer Lawrence's. What? Oh. <laughs> what? She, she, really? She, she shits chocolate pebbles. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's not hot. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. Pete, Pete, you can leave the room. No. Get out. What? She's not hot. No. Hop. Oh. As in the, oh, the bunny. bunny. I thought shit. Well, fucking we, we, all, we all heard oh, hot. Okay. No, you hot. hot. We were like, you need to leave. <laughs> don't even don't even pick your shit up. Just, just leave. She ain't <laughs> hot. I would have her glued yeah. to my ass. <laughs> so I have to ask nicely. So anyway, thank you, Mr. Hinchcliffe. Um, you're banned for the next episode. <laughs> we don't mind sick questions, but that was just wrong. Mm. Ask you about fucking sheep or something. Bestiality, we're fine with. But not eating other shit. Fucking your mum and dad, we're fine with. Yeah, if we had yeah a... apparently you are. What? What's wrong with that? If we had to have a bukkake session, who would be in the middle? Simo. But, okay. <laughs> but Yeah, please. no one would get slapped in the face no, with that and the thing. No more human centipede questions. Yeah, that, that is the impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not, though, because uh, me and Peter are at the front, you two are stitched to our arses. It, 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 it was just a battle of wills, yeah, and yeah. we just gave up. Yeah. You're totally yeah, fair. Fine. Just stitch me That's up. Fine. I don't give a fuck yeah. now. It, it's basically it said, if you push us hard enough, we'll eat your shit. <laughs> it's a war of attrition. He's like, just, just do it. I don't care anymore. I'm just done. That's fabulous. Dear diary. Today, I Today, Today's the day I never have to wipe my ass again. Because mine and Wyatt's my whole winning. fucking arsehole became one. But who wipes the arse of the pet? No, no, you don't really care. Do we because really it's not your arsehole. Anyway, my God. Let's not go... Anyway. Let's not dwell on this any further. Thanks a lot, Hinchy. That cheers, Hinchy. Yo, DJ, spin that shit. So my name's been Wyatt. I've been your host. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Chris. Later. It's goodbye from Pete. Bye. And it's goodbye from Ben. Bye. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you soon. I'll take care of you. Yeah. My friend doesn't like you. I don't like you either. You're just dead. It's okay. Oh, Annie. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I mean, seriously. I'm so low. Wyatt's been having too many Han solos of his own lately. Han Solo. Yeah, even your solo hand don't fucking call yeah. me back. <laughs> even my hand doesn't call me back. Are we still recording? Yeah. Get off!
the Friday Night Big Club Podcast. This is episode six. I heard you got a great ass. <laughs> yes, he deserves the almanac. And yes, he deserves to die. Marty, you've got to go back with me. The problem with the kids. Back to the future. Back to the future, motherfucker. <laughs> that would be really, it. Really, gotta come back to the future. Marty, get off that bitch! We gotta go back! Where? Back to the future! There's some shit wrong with your kids! I ain't going back to 1955! I've got to sit in the back of the bus! Oh! <laughs> you can't put that on there! Yo, shut up, Ray! It all goes on there! It's historical and accurate, motherfucker! Talking women fluids. <laughs> I have an inner ear problem, which is why I shout so goddamn much. I think every time you say "Hey, kids," you go into some kind of database yeah, where you're monitored for grooming. Hey, kids, shit. suck my finger. There. <laughs> well, there you are. You have the fucking CIA on your front door and Disney. spin you around like a little tootsie pop, saying, "Look." We here, you want to fuck some kids, and you didn't really like Civil War. <laughs> but we are not ready for that. We don't care about the kids shit. What the fuck have you been saying about Civil War? <laughs> Back under Superman is good. In fact, and I quote, watchable. That's it. <laughs> what was wrong with that? I'm knocking one out. <laughs> we're, we're all We're all naked. Naked. special for you. We're all saying they're our pants. We've kicked our pants off. It's very hot. We can't put the fan on. And we're all naked. It's especially for you. Donovan, shut and it. even for you. It's so special. Are you both Donovan? You can't, One's got to be Kylie. I want to tell you why I was feeling that way too. And if dreams were wings, you know. Right. Butch Kylie, we're back together. 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 No one will get that. It's, fine. it's, it's feminine Donovan and Butch Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> hello, I'm Kylie. What? I'm fucking Kylie. What are you fucking want, you mug? Anyway, hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the front. What, club. you muggy cunts? It's fucking episode six, isn't it? <laughs> fucking right up your shit hole. <laughs> So we don't have Simo with us today, so we found a cut price version of Simo, and we have our first special guest. And he's very, very drunk. Very drunk at the time. Who did um, Citizen Kane? Orson Welles. Orson Welles. And his final ever role was in a shit film. He was Unicron. (laughs) You take that back about Transformers. (laughs) I'll smack the taste out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So we've only got one trailer this week to have a look at, and that is the Fassbendery goodness. <laughs> what? I do like me a Fassbender. <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the slow tease. Just no. bend me. Bend me good. Bend me fast. So we've only got the one... What? <laughs> he tutted. He tutted. I thought he was going to say something. <laughs> so we've only trailer to watch this week. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Let's watch it. 
Okay. So we've only got the one trailer to watch that uh, that week. <laughs> that week. The week that was. That was the week. That was the week that was. Ben's a big fat hairy guy. Wow.